Welcome to Parker's MMA Show. If you want to learn about all things going down in the fight world, you've come to the right place. Each episode, your host, Parker Keene, will take a deeper dive into the always entertaining world of sanctioned fist fighting. Now here's your host, Parker Keene. All right, we are back. Episode 74 of Parker Town Brown on the show. Uh, he is a 15 and 8 professional MMA fighter in the UFC 145 pound division, coming off a huge win against Kai Kamaka at UFC Fight Night Reyes vs. Prohaska, looking to begin his win streak in the UFC. He is the fighting pride of Little Rock, Arkansas. Welcome to the show, TJ Brown. Thank you for coming. Man, thank you guys for having me, man. Uh, I really uh, appreciate you guys having, taking the time to have me on. Absolutely, man. So we love to start at the beginning on this show, let people know kind of where you came from, who you are. So you're born in Little Rock, Arkansas, TJ. What, what was life like growing up for you? Man, uh, knowing what I came from, you, you'd never expect me to be here. You know, uh, I see guys all the time and uh, they, they, they say all the time, you're like, man, we didn't expect you to be here. And, uh, it's hard for me not to take that as an insult. It's like, man, would you expect me to end up in jail or like uh, dead by now or what, you know? But yeah, I came from a small town here in Arkansas. You know, Arkansas is not big anyways, you know? And, uh, uh, my parents were, uh, my mother uh, as well. So she was kind of uh, a single mom for much of her, for years. I'm never, never meeting my father. Grew up in this small trailer, you know, small mobile home, and uh, you know, I, I give you, I could give you this long pity story, but I, I'm sure everybody has has their own issues. But you know, just coming from from a tough upbringing to where I'm at is something that I'm super proud of. Yeah, man. Did you did you play any sports or do any kind of organized activities growing up, or was it just kind of hanging out outside the trailer in Arkansas? <laughs> you know, it's just. Uh, uh, I played sports, man. Sports were, were really my saving grace. You know, it kind of kept me out of trouble. I played a lot of baseball. I uh, played football. Also ran track. Uh, you know, I, I actually played a year in college, you know, before uh, severely messing that up. But, uh, you know, sports were really my saving grace, man. Kind of kept me out of trouble, kept me focused. You know, I, along the way, that, that, that really helped me, man. So, TJ, what was your first exposure to fighting just in general? Did you, you know, were you into boxing or MMA? You're about our age, so MMA was kind of busting on the scene, you know, later in life. So what was your first exposure to fighting in general? To fighting in general, I, I remember it was right before middle school. Man, you know, I, I went to a school, man, you understand, it was like either all white or all black. There was no in-between. And, uh... Uh, here I am, a half Filipino kid, you know, running around. So you can bet, you know, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, bullying and different things happen. I remember about middle uh, uh, middle school, this kid, we're playing uh, two-hand touch football, and this kid, like, just, like, pushes me in the ground. He's, like, mounding. And dude, before I knew it, you know, I stood up and smoked him. When I hit him, he dropped, and I was like, I was so blown away that I could even do – I am. it was possible for me to do something like that. I didn't do anything. Like, I was in shock. I just sit there. Then the guy jumped up. We kind of tussled around for a minute, and they broke it up. And I was like, man, I've got something here, you know. So that was my first experience with a fight. 
So how did you transition kind of into MMA? Did you get into boxing first or did you start straight away with the MMA? Uh, I started with boxing. Uh, that was really my first love. Like uh, when, I, when I stopped playing sports in college, I, I went through a bad time. I was like uh, experimenting with a lot of things, I guess you'd say, and just making a lot of uh, bad decisions. And, uh, I, dude, I was like, man, I, I – this girl let me know she was pregnant with my now nine-year-old son. And I was like, and when this happened, in my head, I'm like, man, I've got to get my shit together. Like, you know, not, not having a father, you know, it's a big deal for me to step up and, and be there for him, you know. Uh, so I was like, man, i got to get my shit together. And I'm like, man, what am I good at? Like, school really isn't my thing, you know. What I'm doing now isn't really getting a job. And I was like, man, I'm pretty good at this fighting thing. I've gotten a few fights in my life. I'm pretty athletic. I've got a hell of a work ethic. If I set my mind on something, I was like, man, let's give this a try. So I type it in. I'm trying to find a boxing gym. I found Lego uh now in Arkansas. Started me about it. Man, why don't you try this? And man, one led to another. Uh, I took a fight, knocked the guy out in 10 seconds. I was like, man, this shit's pretty cool. So. Uh, here we are now. <laughs> so how how long were you into your career that you kind of linked up with James Krause? I know you, you train out of Arkansas, but obviously, you know, he's been in your corner and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm just uh, wondering kind of how, how did that come together? Uh, that was just recently, you know. Um, I'd seen a lot of the success from his gym. I mean, if you guys have been watching – you know, you guys know, like, his guys have all been either getting to the UFC and winning. And, and, man, not only that, he's a fantastic coach. So, about after my last loss, I was like, hey, man, I've got to get something done. I talked to my manager, and he was like, he knew James Cross very well. I was like, man, I'm going to link up a week to go down there, see if it's a good fit. Just give it a try, you know, so – uh, I went down there for a week, and I was just blown away, man. There's a room full of killers down there, and James Krause is really just a win. So after that, I was like, man, I'm doing my next camp there. So my whole last fight camp was with him, and, and man, you, you can see I got my first UFC win. You know, it's uh, it's been man he's a great coach awesome that's a great story i've heard i've heard great things from everyone i talk to who comes out of that gym so i'm I'm glad to hear you're uh you're linking up with them i want to i want to roll it back here a little bit though but you're you know you take that first fight you knock guy out in 10 seconds and you go on kind of this run in your amateur career right can you talk about like what's the craziest story from your amateur career because i know we're here in Dallas. We're a few hours to the west, but I know the Ami fights in Arkansas. You guys can do some kind of wild stuff at yeah, these yeah. Uh, regional events. So tell me some of the stuff that went down during your amateur career. Yeah, I, I fought in the, the MMA tournament. We fought, uh, you know, there's brackets, and you fought all your fights that night. And, dude, I don't want that whole thing just do cheating me, man. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, so, in amateurs, we're not allowed to knee in the head. Okay? So, uh, I, the guys got me on the cage. This is about the third round of the tournament. I'm finna go to the championship and win. Like, I, I've been running through folks the whole night. Man, the guys got me against the cage. I turn him, grab him in the clinch, knee him in the solar plex, drop him, finish him a ground and pound. The ref stops it. 
My hands are in the air. I'm running around, dude. I mean, we're pumped. You know what I'm saying? The referee stops like, no, you hit illegal shot to the head, blah, blah, this and that. So just this huge fight erupts, dude. We're like, man, we're calling him on his bullshit. Like, my coaches and the refs are getting into it. Like, the crowd's going crazy. Like, she got wild. Like, there was an hour delay in the whole fucking tournament. Dude, uh, the, so afterwards, they had this awards meeting, awards ceremony and shit. We're sitting there, and the dude that, that it happened to, that I supposedly need in the head, comes up and apologizes to me and says, hey, man, you did need me in the chest. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I didn't mean to cuss on your show, man. No, no it's okay. Totally okay. Cool, cool. Um, that's, that's an incredible story. Um, so TJ, obviously, you know, you're doing really well as an amateur at what point, like, how do you know, okay, it's time for me to go pro. It's time for me to really make a career of this. You know, uh, I think I got like nine and oh as an amateur and, you know, at this point, let's be honest, man, amateur fighters don't make any money. So man, I'm sitting here living from couch to couch. I'm broke. I ain't got... Uh, I remember the apartment I was at. I ain't got no hot water. I'm taking showers at the gym. I'm like, man, we gotta let's get this ball rolling. So uh, I'm on this super high from being undefeated, and uh, you know, I talked to my coach, and it's like, man, it's ready to make that next step, and and uh, man, we do. But uh, man, with that being said, I've got lessons from my my first pro fights. You know, I, I got a bit arrogant. I, I, I've been hanging out on the weekends a bit too much, I guess you'd say. And, uh, man, I took that final short notice and, and, and dropped my first fight of my career. Like, I I boxed and all kinds of things. I've never lost up to this point. And, yeah, I lost my first pro fight. It was really heartbreaking. But now looking back, it was one of the best uh, lessons I learned in my career. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. So you go on, you you lose your first pro fight. How did you move on from that? And then in addition to that, what would be your best advice for, you know, that guy taking his first pro fight and starting his career? Well, to, to one, man, don't rush it, first of all. Like, you know, if you've, got, if you've surrounded yourself with good coaches and good managers, trust them. They've been there before. Listen to their words. Don't be in such a rush. You're you're not unless you're fucking 30 looking to do this you know you're not running out of time like you know and my second advice is man if you can say anything look at my career like i'm not the fastest guy i'm not the strongest guy i'm not the uh you know like i'm uh, but i am a dog dude i'm relentless like the reason i'm in the ufc today is i'm relentless i never quit i work my tail off and i haven't quit like i don't have no superpowers i just never quit i took some bumps in the road but, man, if you look at my career, I just never quit, and that's what got me where I'm at today, you know. So I'd give that advice as well. Just be relentless, you know. So to add to that, talk a little bit about the mental aspect of just the fight game in general. I mean, it's a long, long road. You're 30 years old, you know, and there's guys that are in the sport that are, you know, in their mid-40s. It's a long road with ups, ups and downs, you know grueling training so what do you do personally to kind of keep a mental edge and just keep moving forward from fight to fight man that's a that's a phenomenal question and to say that that i've got it perfectly figured out would be a a lie how however 
one thing, one advice I would say is find your why, man. Find your why. You know, for for me, it had to be something bigger than myself. Like, you know, I, I'm raising my son by myself. Like, I didn't have a choice to quit. I didn't have a choice to to lay down, to quit, to to feel sorry for myself. And you know, it's times it's times like that when things are tough that you have to remember your why, like why you started in the first place, like what's pushing you and have your why, figure out your why, man. And, and just know like, man, this isn't boxing. Like you see a lot of guys like 30 and oh, you know, like this shit don't happen. You're going to lose fights, stay relentless and find your why when times are tough. Um, talk a little bit about just the lifestyle in general. Obviously you're someone that's been at this for a while. You're fully committed to being a professional fighter. What, yeah. What's the thing you enjoy most about the lifestyle and then kind of what's the most challenging part of it? Uh, what I love the most is the time. Uh, you know, th- this this career, <laughs> this career allows me time with my son. Allows me time to go outdoors and do things like that. You know, I see so many of my my good friends like working this nine to five. They hate, dude. They mm-hmm. they hate every weekend. It comes around. It's like, oh shit, here's Monday, man, and they're dreading this and. It's like they, they're, they're dreading all week just to get to the weekend so they can get fucked up. Like, that's not the life I live. I enjoy Monday. Like, Monday comes around, shit, I'm pumped. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get my work. Uh, I, I go in and, and I have time to do, do what I want, you know, and that's great. Man, it's also fulfilling. Like, I'm not just a fighter. Like, uh, I'm a coach and a personal trainer. Uh, I teach adults and kids. You know, that's very fulfilling to me that, I have the ability to, to help people on their on their way up, whether it's helping a kid with confident confident issues, or like helping someone lose weight, or or, or what inspiring some some new up and comer. Like it's very fulfilling. So I like the part that my job is very fulfilling, and I have the time to spend my with my family. Um, now you asked the negatives of it. Uh, I would definitely say, although I, I have very entertaining fights. My, fuck, my head is took a beating. I can't tell you how many concussions I've had. You know, like, man, I remember that last fight, dude. I, my head hurt for, like, four days. Like, my, dude, my head hurt. Man, I was, like, seeing stars and shit for, like, three or four hours. Like, you know, that's not good, you know. And it, it just kind of scares me, like, what, what the future is going to look like with that, you know. Do you look into that kind of stuff a lot? Do you, do you spend time looking into that and, you know, things to, to t- supplements to take to help prevent, yeah. you know, issues uh, long term? Yeah. Uh, so I, I heard uh, microdosing helps. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll second that one, brother, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and man, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that, but, you know, I've heard there's really, that's really something that that's that helps, and I feel that it, it not only that it just helps your mental health, and anything anything like that, and any research we could we could help to look into should be provided for us as UFC fighters. I believe, although we are, uh, what is it, uh, contracted self? Yeah, independent contractors, independent right? Contractors, even although we're independent contractors, like man, information like that should be easily available to all of us because it is real man you know especially like knuckleheads that me that fight like i do you know it's like it's good to, to, to any kind of little therapy and stuff like that it should, should be good and it should be available for us 
So obviously, TJ, I know, you know, obviously you've taken a beating, but you, you've gotten where you are because you're such a tough guy. You're such an exciting fighter. Sure. I actually think your regional career is among the most exciting decorated regional careers that we've seen certainly out of this region of the country. Right. I mean, you fought uh, what half a dozen guys who ended up in the UFC. Does anyone stick out to you of those regional fights where you were like, Holy crap, that guy was special. Oh man. That's, that's a tough one. You know, um, I, I've got a lot of respect for uh, that that Peter Barrett. You know, I feel like he hasn't been able to show. Like that kid's a dog. He just got some things he needs to figure out. Like Peter Barrett's a dog. Also, like uh, Bobby Moffitt, dude. I can't believe that dude got cut. Dude's super good. So uh, I would say those two guys for sure. It's hilarious. Those are literally the two guys I have written down in my notes. So um, uh, I'm glad we're on the same page there, TJ. But uh, Parker, go ahead and and ask your next question. TJ, what was it like when you got the call up to the Contender Series? And just how was that kind of first experience around the UFC and the organization? It was amazing. Just just looking back at that 2019, 2019, I think I won like four or five fights in a row. And it, it was a, it was just a it was just a, a year of just a high, man. I feel like I was I really wish looking back I would have took time to kind of take some of that in. Like, dude, I was such I just had my head down that whole year, you know. Like, and, and you, you talk about what got me the UFC was just taking fights, working my tail off, not doing anything else. Like, I, I was really fully focused in. And when I got that call, man, dude. There was a time in my career I didn't think that was going to be possible. Let, let's be real honest. Like, I dropped some fights. Shit wasn't working out the way I wanted to. And, man, when I got on that run and got that call, dude, I was full steam ahead. Like, I, I put everything I had into it. And, and man, you guys seen uh, the, the Contender Series fights, you know. That, that was, uh, you know, you talk about my heart and my dog, you know. That was on full display, you know. That first round, I get dropped. On top of that, I got a point to the deduction and then come back and finish him in the third. Like, you can't teach that, man. Like, you know, that's something special. You, TJ, you, you get you get in the UFC officially, right? You win the Contender Series fight. It's it's just, it's everywhere, right? You're everywhere. You're on every MMA show, every Instagram, right, is showing this comeback that you had. And you drop your first two fights in the UFC, right? You come back, you get a big win on a pretty high-profile fight night. What changed for you? What What was it that clicked that took you to that next level where you said all of a sudden, like, I'm ready to here to win fights in the UFC? You know, um, I, I think that's a great question, man. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of media. And I'm not saying this is wrong, but a lot of media would would, would tell you that, you know, it was moving to glory. It was James Krause. I'm not saying that those guys didn't help me a lot, man, because they did. And James is a whiz. But also, man, it it, it was me just like, to be honest, man, there was a time I started started drifting a bit. My focus was drifting. Uh, I wasn't living the lifestyle I should have been living. Uh, I, I feel, I felt like, man, I got the contract. I'm good. And I kind of pulled off the gas pedal a bit, I, which took away 
that drive that got me to the UFC. Does that make sense? I got a bit complacent. Yeah. I got to man, I got to hang out too much on the weekends, you know. And not I think going to James Krause's was good, but more importantly, it, it kept moving there took away all the uh, temptations, all the, the the all the other stuff I had to worry about, like teaching classes. You know, my, my son was taken care of. I, I, I just could worry about training. So to answer your question, I was able to go to a place where I was fully locked in to training and preparing for that fight. And that's all I had to worry about. And I, there were no temptations. There was nothing outside of that. I was fully focused. And, man, when I get my mind there, my mind right, and I can get to that place, man, I don't know many guys that can beat me. You know, I, I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm the world champion. But I'm telling you, when I set my mind to it and I am stay disciplined and I do things right, there's not many men that are going to beat me. Do you, do you think that's a problem for you in your career or been a problem for you where maybe you read, read your own headlines a little bit, buy your own yeah. hype, start being sure. a little small-town famous in Arkansas? and, and start sure. kind of getting off the path. And do you feel like you're past that now and you're, you're, you've kind of matured in that way? Or is this something that you got to stay vigilant on because I, if it, it'll creep up on you? Yeah, I, I would be lying to, to say I, I, I figured it all out, man, because it's something I have to be vigilant of. And at least at this point, you know, I, I, I understand that about myself. And I, I'm learning how to manage it better. But, man, it's so you're exactly you hit it on the nail and read that uh i'm figuring out how to manage you know what i mean because and understand guys like when i like i told you at the end of the podcast i was not supposed to be here for me to even be here is amazing where i come from like i get guys all the time back home kissing my ass you know telling me oh you know this and that but in reality man I, my dream was to be in the ufc then it then it wasn't, you know, for first of all, my, my dream was to win a fight. That, then that wasn't enough. Then it was going to be a pro. Then that wasn't enough. Then it was going to the UFC. And then that wasn't enough. Then it was winning a UFC fight. And guess what now? It's not enough, you know. So there's a lot to be said for that, you know. Like a bit of, man, you have to enjoy the journey. And two, I don't know if there is a destination, guys. I don't know if there's a destination. And you have to just uh i don't know just just uh enjoy the process i guess absolutely so uh talk about we're about halfway through the year here talk about what are your goals for the rest of 2021 both in fighting and maybe a personal goal or two uh one thing i want to do is and then i'm working on now and i I want to put some time into I want to put some time into some of my the fighters back home because you know um, I I I had been neglecting them a bit because uh, I wanted to, I had to get this win, dude. Like it, I had to do it. I've got to set an example. What's first and foremost? I've got to set a good example for these guys, and so that was great. But in that time period, I feel like I didn't put any time into them. So. Right now, I'm trying to work with a lot of our amateurs and upcoming pros and put a little time into them. I'd like to see some of those guys succeed, including my younger brother. Um, and, and, and goals out beside that, that that's, my, that's my first goal right now that I'm really focusing on. But I'd like to get a fight uh, early fall, maybe late summer. 
Uh, and then, you know, I'll be all in at, at that, at that, at that point in time. But uh, those are some of my goals, man. So we ask this to all the guys that come on here, but in your mind, what is the biggest issue in modern day MMA and what would you do to fix it? Uh, we need uh, more educated uh, judges, like judges that have fought before. We need to, all. I think the judges and referees should have have some sort of requirement or like some sort of like testing, so that they're proficient in judging and in the refereeing. All right, we uh, we got one more segment here, and then we'll let you get out of here, TJ. We do a, a rapid fire segment with every fighter who comes on here. It's uh, five questions, just like a five round fight. Try and keep it to stuff that's not really about MMA. So I know you're an Arkansas guy, born and bred. I got five questions here, rapid fire about Arkansas. Let Let's me know go. when you're ready. Let's go. All right. Question number one Who is your favorite celebrity from Arkansas? I don't even know any celebrities from Arkansas, dog. Neither do I. That's why I asked the question. Are there any? It, can I say me? Bill Clinton? <laughs> Bill, Bill, crazy as hell, man. <laughs> hey, no, I got one. I got one for you. Uh, Scotty Pippen, or uh, perfect, or yeah, Scotty Pippen. What is the best food to eat in Arkansas? Oy, probably my grandma's peach cobbler, dog. <laughs> All right. Question number three: What is something about Arkansas that you think is underrated? Man, this is a beautiful state. Like, our, our outdoor scene is absolutely amazing. We have the Ozarks here, and it's uh, it's beautiful here, man. We, have, we got beautiful outdoors. Question number four. What is one Arkansas stereotype that is absolutely true? Boy, there, there's a bunch of rednecks here, dog. There are a bunch <laughs> of red, racist rednecks here. <laughs> On both then- colors. Number five, what makes Arkansas special? Um, so where I'm at, dude, it's it's really because uh, it's a bit of the I have a, a you know, I'm in Little Rock, which is the biggest, and I'm able to get a bit of the city life where I'm able to get my business and things done, and I can drive five minutes and I can be one of the beautiful, most beautiful mountains or waterfalls around. So I mean, it's it's just a it's a it's a perfect balance for me. That's it. That's a wrap. Our segment for coming on the podcast. Tell the people where to find you on social media and then any shout outs you may have. Cool. First of all, shout out to you guys for having me, man. I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, uh, you can follow me at downtown TJ Brown on Instagram. That's probably the best one. Awesome. Well, you heard it from the man. Uh, that was TJ Brown. I'm Billy Naden. That's Parker Keen. Uh, Episode 74. Can you believe it, Parker? 74 episodes Rock of the MMA show. Everybody, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. The Texas-Arkansas connection never been stronger. The alliance has been formed. We're taking over. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Tell everybody about it. TJ, thank you for coming on the show. And let us know when your next fight is. We'll have you on again. Perfect, man. Thank you, guys. Texas Trees is the premier tree care company in the DFW area. Whether you need basic maintenance or specialized services, when it comes to trees, we've got you covered. 
pruning, chipping, bracing, and cabling, even root barriers and disease control, we do it all. And if you aren't sure what you need, we have certified arborists on staff to point you in the right direction. Visit us at NorthTexasTrees.net. That's NorthTexasTrees.net. Thanks for listening to Parker's MMA Show. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and visit Parker Keen's MMA Show.podbean.com for additional information on Parker and to stay up to date on the latest drama in the fight world. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out the show notes.